Thank you for the invitation to speak on this occasion, especially as a cis black Episcopalian. If you attended yesterday's event at the Ujamaa Community Bookstore, you have already heard key points in the life of Polly Murray with a lifespan from November 20th, 1910 to July 1, 1985. Polly Murray became one of the church's saints in 2012 and lived during my lifetime and many of yours. But I grew up not knowing about Polly Murray. Was there ever a mention in church news reports of the time? I missed them. Was I not paying attention? Or was this just part of being human, this not being able to know everything all at once? But having to grow into knowledge and understanding, peeling away layers of revelation over the years. And what a discovery. Someone with a brilliant legal mind, a poetic soul, personal struggles, a complex life, and in a time that was not particularly receptive. Sound familiar? Murray influenced no less than the likes of Patricia Roberts Harris, Marion Wright Edelman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and Eleanor Roosevelt. She was a friend of Harlem Renaissance writers, including Langston Hughes and County Cullen. To bring this a little closer to home for you, let me tell you about a fairly recent revelation as it was told to me. A member of St. Philip's, my home church here in Indianapolis, was Imogene Ike Boyd, deceased in 2008. She may have been known to some of you older folk out there. Our priest, Reverend Michelle Rose, was on a pastoral visit with her before she died. Mrs. Boyd and her husband, Richard, shared with her a picture in a newspaper article and asked, do you know who the person in the article is? Reverend Rose said that she did not know. Ike, Mrs. Boyd, said, this is my niece. It was a picture of Polly Murray. You see, Imogene Boyd was the daughter of Beatrice Fitzgerald Hawkins, part of the Fitzgerald side of Polly Murray's family. So history is sometimes much closer to us than we could ever imagine. What do Polly Murray and the scripture readings for today have in common. Several things came, themes came to me from the readings. 
from Galatians, breaking chains, freedom. Imagine for a moment the impact of these words after being bound by political and moral restrictions to whatever generation they may have been read or said. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you, all of you, are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise from the psalm. Even though rulers sit and plot against me, I will meditate on your statutes. And from the Gospel of Mark, themes of rejection and perseverance. This really brought up some feelings and questions for me. So my apologies to the clergy here. I have not attended seminary and do not claim to know the theology behind this gospel. You can ask them about the official scoop. But here's how it struck me, just from a layperson's point of view. There was a contract to lease some land and an expectation to get a fair share in return at harvest time. Imagine the owner's surprise when the representatives sent to collect the fair share are cursed, beaten, and even killed repeatedly, multiple times, just for asking for what was stipulated in the contract. What perseverance to keep going back to get what is rightfully yours. And what were these people, these renters, thinking? I imagine something like this. We know what we agreed to, but we say the rules don't apply to us. We say that your fair share is up for grabs. And we will go so far as to curse, beat, and even kill you to make sure that you don't get your fair share. We don't care who you send to tell us what the contract means. We reject the contract. It makes me think of other contracts, in particular one that says all men are created equal, and another covenant that asks, will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself, and will you serve, will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity 
of every human being. Now, just to be clear, those last two are from our baptismal vows. And we, res we respond by saying, I will, with God's help. I don't know about you, but I stand here knowing some of my own shortcomings and how over time we, I, can learn new things and with the help of others and by the grace of God, we can begin to live into the things we say and the things we profess to be true. Pauli Murray certainly did. Through so many accomplishments as a lawyer, activist, scholar, poet, and priest, in a time when there was no defining language in use, Murray was gender nonconforming and described herself as, quote, a girl who should have been a boy, end quote, and tried without success to obtain hormone therapy. So what is the connection here? Polly Murray, today's readings, and our baptismal vows. With all the complexities and struggles in Polly Murray's life, what do I see as the overarching theme? Fortitude, perseverance, even in the face of rejection. Struggling with life as we live it day to day. I quote from an article by Katherine Schultz in the New Yorker, April 17, 2017 issue. And I will use the pronouns that were used in the article. Quote, Perhaps in the end, she was drawn to the church simply because of the claim made in Galatians, the one denied by it and every other community she ever found, the one she spent her whole life trying to affirm, that for purposes of human worth, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, end quote. Also, in a letter to friends soon after her ordination, Murray wrote, we bring our total selves to God, our sexuality, our joyousness, our foolishness, I'm out to make Christianity a joyful thing. Some may say that Polly Murray has run the race and her time is over, but I strongly disagree, especially in light of recent developments. My God, how you are needed now. The baton has been passed to us, and we should run this leg with our heads high and hearts open, with determination and perseverance. 
When we are asked to give a fair share of God's bounty, of freedom, justice, love for our neighbor, I pray that we all may respond, I will, with God's help. And let me end with this from Polly Murray's own writings. I have been enslaved, yet my spirit is unbound. I have been cast aside, but I sparkle in the darkness. I have been slain, but live on in the river of history. Amen. <laughs>